it's a great great interesting and um very intriguing tuesday evening and this is where we have the technology conversations that give you the advantage wherever you are this is 97.3 city fm and this is city trends My name is Philippa Sean and City Trends is sponsored by First National Bank. Now, First National Bank has a very simple question for you. They're asking, why let your business settle for less when you can get a whole lot more with First National Bank? You can go beyond banking with a digital partner that understands your business. Let your business bank the better way with a business account from First National Bank. Now, the First National Bank business account is more than just an ordinary account. It's a portal that gives you access to tools designed to propel your business this includes features like the award-winning online banking enterprise straightforward global payment solution trade solutions and merchant services you can also choose an account that suits your particular sector no matter what segment you're in from a great to public sector to everything else well they have you covered you can visit firstnationalbank.com.gh and opt to have one of their consultants call you back and basically walk you through any options that you need alternatively you can visit their branches they have one at Accra mall there's one at junction mall there's one at the makola mall there's one at the west hills mall achimota mall tema community 11 gian towers and of course their head office branch is at the Accra financial center building it's more than just business for them and definitely it means more to them that you will get in touch so make sure you do that is why they are there to help you first national bank ghana is a subsidiary of the first run group of south africa first national bank how can we help you on the show today we are going to be talking about the digital landscape right here in ghana and trying to understand what the global numbers also mean for us locally we'll also be trying to get a sense of what the numbers actually mean and um, for yourself for your business you know for the people around you as well we are trying to basically find meaning for you my guests in the studio today mark zimas ametago and steven nase are my guests we have the apps that are trending and your tech segment also coming up on the show it's a very packed show so please turn up the volume call up a friend or two tell them to sit on, around the radio and tune in but you can get in touch with us on our whatsapp number 0549-986-996 and i'm once again is 0549-986-996 alternatively you can send us a message on twitter simply using the hashtag c-i-t-i-t-r-e-n-d-s city trends just send us a message we will find it and we'll let the rest of the world know about it it is a great show i hope you're ready strap in and let's go Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with City Trends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 054-9986-996. You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag CityTrends. 
Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. is digital and that is why every year people of the digital faith meet around a big campfire and await the arrival of the digital report because that is the bible we are going to be using to preach for the rest of the year well finally a couple of weeks ago it arrived and you should see the level of excitement within the digital fraternity now basically it's a report published yearly and often quarterly um, by we are social and hootsuite that give us some data about the growth and use of digital globally now what is clear from the report for this year is that digital mobile and social media have become an indispensable part of everyday life for people all over the world for example more than 45 or 4.5 billion people now use the internet globally while social media users have passed the 3.8 billion mark but really what do the numbers mean for you who is interacting with them or who is just trying to send a message to a friend or trying to build a business on top of digital or on top of social media or whichever we are trying to get you some meaning today on the show in the studio with me like i said is um, steven Brady, who is basically a digital god at this moment um he is just looking down upon us and giving us a bit of wisdom as we go on and of course max was Ago, who is the champion of pop out um you 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 should know the two of them by now if you are on social media or any platform you should know these two by now thank you guys so much for making time to join us and um Pleasure. i mean i think i'm just going to start off by asking if you could paint us a picture of what a digital landscape looks like um in ghana and um, before we even jump in and look at it from the global standpoint yeah for me i think the we, we recorded some growth at least two point something percent in mm. some of this uh, uh the elements in the in the digital reports and then social media was leading by almost 12.7 percent yeah right so it's quite massive and we have data mobile mobile data users also growing very uh, fast and we have social media we have social media mobile driving the whole digital thing yeah. right and then ads you know people discover new brands using even ads they've seen on social media instead of tv so social media has overtaken tv when it comes to brands discovery mm. right so for me those are the, the key, key things mobile social and then the the art the, the art space the yeah. advertising space because exactly. i mean there was there was this concept that you were uh, preaching for example at the close of last year um yeah. about messaging and how 
crucial messaging was um you know so i mean we'll be coming to those details in a bit but steven for you as well i mean what were um what what are the most striking things from the report for you and in terms of what it means for the digital landscape here in ghana i think thank you very much uh i think like uh, maximus has said there are some really really good growths i mean the numbers which are good to see What's obvious also for this year is that there are some new reports, there are yeah. some new slides that we haven't seen exactly. before, mm. which are good. I mean, Maximus talked about one of them about the sources of new uh, brand discovery, for right. example. Right. It's the first time they've introduced that mm. for Ghana. Mm. And that shows how significant social media, even social ads, yeah. are when it comes to brand discovery. Interesting. But the other thing also, which we'll talk about later on, because I know some people are interested and they've been talking about, is that you would find that when you look at even the search trends, for example, on mm. Google, you find that big brands which spend a lot of money like the banks and the rest are not doing very well yeah, no it's still our shatawale and our sakodi and the rest who are dominating mm. same on youtube yeah. why is that is it because brands haven't quite nailed how to Let, let's actually get into that so yeah. the top google searches gives us a good idea of the pulse of the nation right. almost we have three betting companies we have four music related <laughs> queries and then chelsea seems to be the only sports team in the top 20 in terms of um google searches yeah I, I don't know what your thoughts are about that especially i mean going basically on what you just said yeah. the fact that we don't see any companies necessarily making the trends in these searches and mm -hmm. it's basically betting companies mm -hmm. music related queries so we have shatawale we have stoneboy we have sakwa yeah. there and we have even people ask looking for music yeah. in itself mm -hmm. and then movies i think Mo i think there was something yeah. like yeah. that and then there's chelsea mm -hmm. one soccer team <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm offended. It's Chelsea, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, that, that's again understanding the trends. Right. Yeah. Your lot have lost their popularity across <laughs> Africa. Exactly. I guess so. I guess so. But I mean, generally, <laughs> yeah, what what do these I searches think, mean? I think I think one of the things that I mean jump at me is that these brands or these names that are featuring are creating a lot of content. Right. Yeah. Search works with just creating relevant content. Exactly. Mm. Mm. And FMCGs, the banks and I have not found a way of creating relevant content. Mm. There's something we call the narrative. Mm. So what's your narrative? What story are you telling? This is where, for example, blogs become significant when mm. you're talking about brands. Yeah. Brands still haven't quite nailed it. Yeah. I'll give you an example. For a bank, you have a good website and all of that. So your products are there. But are you considering blo a blog, for example, which helps business, uh, individuals to manage their finances better? Make mm. the money wise. Mm. That's mm. creating content that's relevant. You know what we call liquid content? Yeah. Content that people always come back to look for. Exactly. Brands are not doing these. Mm. So on their website, they've got their products and, and then a bit that's about it. the corporate. And that's it. Mm. Mm. So this won't the, come the up. about page. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Download <laughs> yeah. a form for mm -hmm. opening an account. an account. That's basically what the website yeah, is uh, all uh, about. Exactly. It yeah. is in the same way, what you find is that so we're spending a lot of time, mm. for example, we're spending over three hours, 58 minutes hmm. online. Yeah. The whole content on that we're searching for on yes. average. This is the kind of content we're searching for and consuming. Hmm. We're not consuming bank brand, products. Bank products and like that. Because those are static. They are not yeah. creating any new content and they are not doing anything that excites us. This hmm. is the time for them to, to start thinking about it. Hmm. Yeah. Mike. I think the, the, the focus should be on, you see, they should move away from the seller buyer structure mm -hmm. to audience artist kind of concept yeah. mm. so that you are performing in terms of telling your story you know creating content again engaging your audience moving away from passive 
content to active content, mm -hmm. real-time content. Mm -hmm. That you are blogging content that is real-time. So if you're a bank, I'm not interested in your product. Tell me how the product can be of benefit to me and break the benefits down to day-to-day -day lifestyle right lifestyle now if i want to use if you want to sell a visa card to me tell me a story about how to use a visa card at the school in the church at the shopping mall at the movie theater you know paying an uber and all that all the various points of usage of the product tell a story then you have a, a whole calendar that you can use so yeah. that everybody fits into it right if you are you are a, a company that you sell can you imagine if a bank Profile your target audience just by even occupation. Mm. Students, and I mean, they do tailor. have the data. That's, yeah, yes. that's the weird part. The, carpenter, the banks have so much data exactly. that can actually guide exactly what sort of content, content they're supposed to create. I'll, I'll give you an, an example. To, Let's say you, okay. you, you finish. To mm. add, right, sometimes the, con, the, the format of the content delivery mm. instead of pictures oh, and stuff right so instead of so if the Shatawales are ruling the, the search engine mm. and stuff how do you treat your your content in the musical format right how do you use music as a vehicle for transmitting your message mm. and your content mm. those are the things that you are supposed to look at for mm. so that you can be on top of mind right can you get maybe a, a, somebody to play some music about your brand right mm. people listen to mm. the same thing if 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 you are going to pay school fees how do you break the that school process fees payment down. into yeah, yeah mm. day-to-day -day life mm. if a, a telecom company how do you use your telecom service to build friendship to build relationship to build marriages mm. you know communicate with the customer a business those are the stories you're supposed mm. to tell to engage people Steven, instead I'm, of promotional i'm content. going to come to you in a second yes but is it because you see i mean a lot of these banks usually sublet most of these things to agencies well, it's not just banks i mean, I mean you know, yeah i mean a lot of these companies or corporates <laughs> yeah, yeah. most of the time shift this responsibility to um agencies to yeah. handle so is it a matter of the agencies not understanding how <laughs> crucial digital is or social media conversations are there's a, there's a bit of that i think we have to be and it's a hold our hands up. I'm mm. part of it. Mm. Some of us have become too lazy in our marketing. Mm. And big directors and the boards are not asking us enough questions. Mm. We're not building brands anymore. We're driving sales. Yeah. Right. So a lot of the activities we are doing are doing that. I'll give you another example. So let's say you are in the mortgage business. Mm. All you're doing is just putting up pictures of building new construction that you're doing. What about having content that takes people through steps that they can follow? If you want to buy your own house in five years, mm. this, if you saved 10 cities a day, this is how much you'd accumulate over a period. Mm. Is it better to build than to buy? Mm. All those kind of content. Some can even be rendered in infographics. Mm. Yeah, That becomes shareable content. So the same way, and I, and I tweeted something this afternoon, they have a lot to learn from radio. Mm. Because radio and the media, for example, content goes on. Within minutes, they've packaged it into what's into formats that can be shared on whatsapp audio on soundcloud or wherever mm. so it's relevant content that people always come back to consuming and share yeah. we are not doing that when it comes to the big brands mm. a few have done it i've i've worked on the baby brand for example I have done, so i don't want to mention names here but you see that i mean since we're all parents here you see that moms are always active looking for content on how to yeah especially yeah. after yeah. they've given birth after exactly. they've given when birth. they're spending three yes. months at home they're yes. constantly on social media let, let, let me exactly. give you another example because one other stat that's there is that for the three for three years running whatsapp is number one yeah yeah, yeah. 
brands haven't quite nailed how to leverage WhatsApp. Okay. They still see it as a message blasting tool, but it's more for building communities and engagement. Mm. If you ask your wife now, she's probably in a couple of WhatsApp groups for moms, right. where they share content, they have conversations. In the middle of the night, she won't call a pediatrician. She will ask the community, my baby has temperature. What should what I do? do? Mm. Brands haven't found a way of getting involved in that conversation, enabling that conversation, facilitating it. Mm. That's a very interesting point. Exactly. There. That's a very, very interesting point. And you, you know, the, there's, there's what we call the telling before selling. Mm. Yeah. Right? Tell your story. Show us the social side of you before you show us the media side of you. Mm. Right? Because when you're dealing with digital, uh, social media, your social aspect as a brand is very, very important. That's what connects with your, your customers, mm. your audience, not just the promotional style. You're always selling price. You're always selling product. You're not selling emotions. You're not selling you know, connection. You're not selling family as, as, as a brand. Those are the things that you, they must focus on. And traditional advertising agencies, I'm sure they are still focusing on the traditional way of treating content for consumption in traditional media. They're formatting the same thing and pushing it on social media yeah. because <laughs> they have to follow some brand guidelines. Right. 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 So yeah. they need to rethink in fact, about one of them, what you just said, one of them that is obvious. You see, similarly on YouTube, brands are not featuring. And it's because they've treated YouTube as a dump for their TVCs. Yes. But a right. TVC is not directly suitable for online content. Just for clarification, TV is a t- television yeah, commercial. Yeah, commercial. Yes. Yeah. What doesn't tell a story, exactly. it hasn't always got the emotional connection. Some of the stuff that the social part, which yeah, exactly. Max talked about. But if they will leverage YouTube, have a channel where they are telling stories. So it could be a series. For example, not because we're here. You guys are going on uh, Heritage Caravan mm. next week. You have like a daily report video. So I can go there and watch like I'm watching a series, whether it's coming to America or whatever. Yeah. Series. Reality show. Brands <laughs> can do that. Mm. And that's what connects with people. But they're not doing they're just dumping their TVCs there. Interesting stuff. For you, for you guys, what are the most important metrics to be concerned about regards regarding digital from the report? And when we when we come back, I'll be I'll just get that. But um, for those of you who are doing the listening right now, you can join us um, with your messages, your, your thoughts, your concerns, possibly on our WhatsApp number zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Alternatively, reach us using the hashtag City Trends as C I T I T R E N D S. So. For the two of you, Maximus, let, let me start with you. What, for you, is the most important metric um, to be concerned about regarding digital, especially from your viewing of um, the report? I think the smartphone penetration and then mobile data penetration. Mm. I think it's quite massive. Mobile data uses almost four, uh, 14 million, and the smartphone uses 78%, uh, 79%. I was quite sur- sur- surprised, mm. yeah. So it means that now you have a lot of uh, audience who are using mobile that you can develop apps that are interactive apps that can engage those people right and then the likes of whatsapp how do you make sure whatsapp becomes one of your key channels to engage people you know in real time mm. now what most of the banks don't don't look out for is how to build an engagement strategy into their app mm. so what they are doing is just a poster app if you don't need to transfer money or receive money, you don't go there. There's nothing else there. Then what they add is ATM locator. 
and then that one twisted. Now, can you do videos about the series that uh, Nase talked about, mm. right? So you can put, you can have a media channel. So okay. I can be watching how to save money on savings, on investments, on insurance, whatever, all the services, you break them down to your daily use. And then I can be watching those videos on the app. You can even do uh, an academy on your mobile app, teaching people about banking, mm. right? as a business and then any other services that you want to offer so if, if i'm a student how do i make sure i manage my finances very well if i'm an entrepreneur but the core question the core question for <laughs> most of these companies these corporates is how does how do these things add to the bottom line uh, it's, you see, there's it's something building brands. New, it's new not things. instant it's not yeah. always going to be instant exactly but those are the things that build brands that endure and it's about yeah. what we have now is what they call conversational marketing. Yeah. You don't just buy stuff. You ask questions. You interact. You, you converse before you get there. So if you are selling to a student, you are teaching the students how to save. Of course, they are on your page. So if you introduce a new product within the video mm. that we have this package for students, they will go for that yeah. particular. They won't go for another banks. We've already given them value. Exactly. Mm. So <laughs> teach the people why they need your product. And they will go mm. for what product you, you, are, you want them to you know, buy or subscribe to. Mm. And that's what makes your app engaging because trust me, most of the apps on our phones, we don't even use them if, if they are not relevant on daily or weekly basis. So even forget that even your mobile, your, your bank's app is on your phone, right? Until you want to transfer money or receive money. But when you have such daily content, real-time content, you always be on the bank's app and you can do transactions anytime in real time. So Stephen, for you, what were the you know the the key highlights for you the, I, I the mean, most important me, metrics for me right from the top um the internet penetration for example 14.76 yeah. million like you talked about that's 48 percent penetration yeah. and social media 6 million 20 percent penetration yeah. the key thing there and i said it this week again is that you can't you, your strategy won't be complete without having a digital element mm. but people still use the thing that they didn't need digital they would do traditional now how you the mix is important mm. Radio, TV, billboards, and it will give you the initial burst. So, for example, this show now, 20, 30,000 people may be listening to it. Not that many online. Mm. But online is what we're going to do the engagement. I bet you when you finish, people will be asking questions. You need to respond to some of them. When, when you guys leave, yeah. you'll bombard me <laughs> with a question. So that's where the deepening of the relationship happens. Like Max said, mm. it's not about telling them I've got this product. It's about managing the conversation, what we call like the consumer journey, yeah. all the way from creating the awareness to the consideration, all the way to conversion, exactly. and even post-conversion. Yeah. So that's where these become relevant. Mm. Another one is the use of the apps. So messaging mm. apps are still very big yeah. in our part. Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand that. Even on social media, you can do the big blast, talk about your brand on, the, on your wall. Yeah. When it comes to one-on-one -on -one engagement, these are where even Facebook Messenger becomes relevant. Yeah. Yeah. But they are not leveraging these in the same way. Interesting. Well, I mean, for me also, some of the things that really stood out for me was the number of uh, the numbers in terms of the global e-commerce activities was mm -hmm. very, very captivating. Mm -hmm. yeah. For example, 80% of people searched online for a product to buy mm -hmm. and 52% of the global population made a purchasing decision from their mobile device. Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's what we call like the uh, uh, the micro moments, the mm. micro minutes. So mm. they see or they hear an ad or whatever, whatever awareness that I mean they get, 
immediately they whip out their phone they want to search for it and if they've got the means they will buy it in fact in uk and other places people even go online while they are in the shop even in shops they go online comparing prices and all of that so you find that they'll go to buy it from another shop it's coming here hmm. i think here i mean if i can add you see some of the stats in ghana for example hmm. and where we're well, how we're doing it now is that like last week i was saying it somewhere instagram is very significant here i think instagram is number three in ghana yes after facebook it's significant because people go there to look for gift ideas for example exactly clothes designs and all of that and then the purchasing will go and happen via uh momo or at the door or somewhere else mm. but it's playing a very significant role in the e-commerce mm. chain and we need to leverage it effectively and i think what what the companies small businesses are doing is that they, they have, they've been able to marry social media mobile money and delivery yes right so those three pillars are driving e-commerce in ghana mm. so for a small shop they don't need an e-commerce platform all they need is an instagram account or a facebook account the next thing they have a mobile money you know to collect the payment and then they have a partnership with a, a courier company <laughs> and they do the yeah, deliveries okay. and then the people pay and all that mm. the other thing i also want to focus which goes to the telcos right 98 99 percent of our mobile users are prepaid users that's yeah. the highest in the world yeah we are number one when it comes to prepaid so most of our services are prepaid yeah. you buy before you use mm-hmm. right so that when when you are a brand and you want to go mobile you are assured that you have a huge number of people who buy data almost mm-hmm. every, every day, day. Mm-hmm. to be on to their access. mobile phone to access whatever content that they need to and of course no wonder whatsapp is also number one in exactly Ghana. because i mean the stats globally indicate that the top four um of all the mobile apps in the world are messaging apps yes yeah. and it, it brings me back to the conversation we started off from last year yeah, about exactly. how commerce is moving mm-hmm. to messaging yeah messaging it's you know <laughs> social remember we yeah used exactly <laughs> last last year I, I talked about the fact that social messaging will take over for social media mm. right and that's the where we are moving to now whatsapp is building even payment into uh into exactly. the app yeah. so in india for example you can buy products on whatsapp in south africa you can buy airtime and the rest on your whatsapp right so companies are introducing payments into it so if you're a bank mm-hmm. and you are uh, what do you call it, a payment uh, electronic money issuer for example you should be thinking about building payment gateway into the social media apps or social messaging apps because mm. that's where the traffic is going standalone yeah. apps will not survive because mm. where that's the attention true. is that's where the the, the payment will happen mm. right so if i'm on facebook and i have my payment uh, card integrated i'll mm. make all the payments on facebook mm. or instagram or whatsapp i don't need your standalone app so ghana uh, what do you call it ecg or ghana water can yeah. integrate that the, into a, a Facebook app, mm. and I can make payments from Facebook into their into my account or Meta. All those mm. things, the platforms are trying to build those plugins to be able to make payment or social commerce very easy. Yeah, because that's where the attention is going. Steve, Nobody is going on websites. Stephen, one of the things that also struck me was the average speed of mobile internet has grown by one hundred and ten percent year on year. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think are the implications of that? 
Uh, it's the introduction of 4Gs. Mm. I mean, in the last year, some of the data they have is maybe like a year and a half old. Mm. Yeah. But since um, MTN went 4G and we saw supply and the rest. And Vodafone they, and yeah, everybody else. The implication of that is that now we can have quicker access to data, which means that we don't, how, how do I put it? We're consuming a lot more information. We can easily access that information. We can process a lot more information. We can. It's still a bit slow, though, right. compared to other markets. Yeah. So we shouldn't just say that because of that, developers should, I mean, relax. You still need to make sure that your pages are when you design, they are loading the lighter. And like, yeah, mm. yeah. It's Last nice. week I was talking about something about even for your videos, mm. embedding them on your website from YouTube instead of uploading onto your yeah, page. Well, you know, okay. like, because yeah. the flip side is that data is still a bit expensive. Yeah. In our yeah. Mm. And of course, if you do the integration, mm. all the metrics, you get access to the analytics on YouTube. So mm. you don't mm. have any challenge yeah. with that. Mm. Because if you upload videos directly onto your your uh, your website, mm. that's a lot of bandwidth you need to yeah. even stream that. So if you have huge traffic coming to your website, mm. it will crash it. Mm. Now the other thing is the I think the the businesses must also look at the messaging, how they can use messaging to drive conversation mm. and conversion. <laughs> that one mm. is a no-go area. That uh, is where we I are heading. It's, it's the mindset. Having come from a business, an mm, FMCG, yeah. it's the mindset. I mean, we all loved SMS blasts. Yeah. And we're stuck in SMS blasts. <laughs> yes. Forgetting that WhatsApp, for example, is good and is great for engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Like they do in radio. I mean, again, I love Sports Panorama. Mm. The engagement that comes through WhatsApp alone, yeah. and it's like a fan club. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you don't even WhatsApp to the boys, so. mm. <laughs> mm. exactly. but they keep sending me because it's created a community, and that feel is there. Can brands leverage this? So, for example, if um, to give let's say a bit of free, if let's say you are a bank that's into SMEs, imagine creating at every branch level creating WhatsApp groups where you share you share information about business ethics, business management, and all of that. So it's a WhatsApp group where people can network, learn, and share information, and they build themselves. Yeah. It's not SMS Blast, mm. but you're using that to grow the community, grow loyal customers. That's what they haven't quite understood. And then the use of mobile apps, right, by category. Now, chat apps, 95%. Yeah. Social mm. networking, 94%. Mm. Right? Entertainment is 67%. Banking twenty percent. So if you are looking at <laughs> as a bank, how do you make sure that you bring a bit of social media, a bit of entertainment, a bit of the chat into your app, so that at least they are, they experience the same thing there. So mm. you should be able to integrate your WhatsApp channel into your mobile your banking app. But from from what you guys are saying, it, it looks like there needs to be a certain level of reorientation from a lot of corporates about how they approach the digital design. conversation exactly. and product design because yeah. it's it's almost as if and we said this earlier we have subletted the responsibility of who handles our social communication or social media communication to an agency yeah the agency might not necessarily well they, it's their job but they basically do what you ask them to do mm -hmm. and and so there's sort of a disconnect because there's someone who's supposed to be actively engaging mm -hmm. thinking about what sort of content the people who you are trying to communicate with are are, are speaking about but exactly. that seems to be missing because apparently the agency is supposed to be handling these sort of conversations and these sort of things mm -hmm. 
exactly i think it, it comes down to product design right all they do is let's design a product and product profile bank profile and that's all mm. no engagement how do we bring in the customer how do we test even the product with the customer so that they can tell us what they need mm. to be to, what to make a great app a banking app for example right sometimes because i i realized like with a lot of <laughs> the apps that most of these corporates mm-hmm. have it's like what is our core business mm-hmm. let's stick with our core business let's do security so that people don't break into the thing finish yeah. it's, it's almost as if that is the only way because there's there's a magic with going into a branch of a company mm-hmm. and then having someone there who you always go and meet mm-hmm. and when that person is not there you're asking uh, where is this yes. you know person and that social bit of mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. seems to be lost on a lot of companies exactly that today i was showing uh, one bank okay client of mine came to my office so we we're discussing and i showed them a video of a, an insurance company called lemonade mm-hmm. it's in the u.s everything insurance is done on your mobile phone you create your your insurance, right? You can register within nine minutes, and you can uh, receive your claim within six eight seconds, and it's all done on your mobile phone. Mm-hmm. So if you're an insurance company, you are still thinking this physical location. Like we have this number of branches, we are you are not accessible mm-hmm. by the number of physical branches. Mm-hmm. Where we are heading to, you are accessible by the number of digital channels that you are available you on. Are available. And yes. People can interact exactly. With you on. So, how do you build an app that you can underwrite insurance? Right, that particular app, I can sign on. I can go into my room, input all the TV with the receipt and everything, and you can insure every product in my house. Mm. And then I just pay via mobile money or Visa card, and I'm your customer. You don't need to see me physically. Even I mean, linked to this one. So, for if their major insurance product is auto insurance, yes, what's wrong with having a section which is like a blog, which for example, which helps with basic tips on maintaining their car, safety tips. Their car, safety tips, so that you're creating value for them. They're not just coming there to because once I bought insurance, unless I have a claim, I'm not coming back to the app. Oh, yeah. At the end of the but year, if you did that, yes. you'd be giving me reason to come. And back my regularly. my favorite part is when <laughs> you go to the insurance company and there's been a change in price or something yes. the client doesn't know about it doesn't understand yeah. it and there's no they have to we have to physically walk to the branch to be able to find out or get some more information about it let, let, let me talk about another stuff okay. that we need to look at so mm. you, you find that for example we're spending a lot of money on digital advertising right. 146 million wow it's no small money that's wow now this is ghana yes. yeah this is ghana 66 million of it is going to social yeah and 58 million is going to search yes. search is a whole new category which we haven't quite nailed we're spending a lot of money on social yes. the sad part about the social is that we're spending it on boosting posts <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting vanity metrics the likes and the rest yeah when there's a lot more facebook for example when you're creating ads there are several objectives some which you send people to your facebook messenger in but where you engage them you can use it to distribute tokens drive people to your website and all of that most people are spending all the money on just boosting boosting posts yes so the first question when the agency goes to the client for review they ask is how many new likes do we get this month that's all they are interested in that's the metric how many views did our video get but what's the real objective for the video <laughs> what's yeah. the real objective for the video that's the question they should ask mm. 
because the bottom line, like you asked earlier, is something that's not the likes. Right. That one you can easily get it. It's the same as my favorite topic these days, influencer marketing. Mm. Mm. Well, we're using a lot of people who don't understand the word influence. Mm. We're using a lot of people, celebrities or whatever, I don't want to mention names. And the likes there, you get it. I do that sometimes. And we turn them into big billboards. So I, they upload the content, and within 10 minutes, they will get, let's say, 5,000 likes. That's nice. But what beyond likes, there's a life. Mm. And you're looking for more than the likes. So then you need somebody who can really understand things and be able to communicate and be able to make a compelling case for people to convert, to buy, not just like. Right. Yeah, and I think the, the one thing we always lose sight of is the fact that when it comes to technology, the, the intrinsic product is attention. Mm-hmm. So that any product you are developing that can get your customer's attention, you don't have a product, mm. right? So if you are developing a mobile app for your bank, and you can't get the people's attention on daily basis or even on weekly basis, you've, you don't have a product. What to have is just some shop somewhere and the people visit it once in a while and all that. Now, the value of digital advertising, I, I love that because <laughs> at least we have an idea of the market size you are dealing with. Mm-hmm. And most people still do the page promotion, post post <laughs> boosting, yeah. and that's what they don't look at the engagement aspect of it. How many people subscribe to a, a particular service? How many mm-hmm. people downloaded this newsletter? How many people, you know, subscribe to a particular yeah. this and that you are selling? How many people walked into the banking hall to ask about a product because of the social media advert? Yeah. And they've not even built that metrics to even measure. When you receive a phone call, you do ask the people whether you, you are calling because of yes well, how do you track the source of a tv radio social media or digital media or the mobile app mm. and then how do you even design the app in a way that if i'm going to repeat a process mm. it mm. becomes easier so if i pay my utility bills for example i can enter my the details of my mm. my what do you call it my meter mm. right one click enter value submit is paid yeah. Instead of going through the whole process, let me tell you a story. So I've been doing some currency on the side. Mm-hmm. On Monday, I was trading at the bank, yeah. and two things came up. What 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 yeah. you talked about? We're always asking people to submit the same data that we already have. Yeah. The banks and the rest, they, they already have the data. <laughs> so we talk about big data always. It's just interrogating the data and being able to sourcing out meaning. Yeah, from sourcing meaningful. Number two is that, and this one again, the banks. When they do the updates to the app and the rest, they don't do the launch in-house. So you go to some branches. The thing is, the feature is there on the app. The people don't know. But the people at the branch don't know that it's there. And so we're still having a lot of traffic at the banking hall because we ourselves don't even know that that feature is there. So we can't communicate to the customers that, oh, you can do this at home in your bed, so you don't need to walk into the branch. Mm. And of course, when you have that app, you can equally update the app, send a notification, or a video plays within the home page. Mm-hmm. But normally, you can you should treat your home page as your notice board too as well. Mm-hmm. So if there's a new update, when I click on the app, a video loads. This is a new addition to it to so update your 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 mobile app, and then I do update, and then you know i get all the right features and i know how to use them they don't make the app a living product Mm. Mm. something that you keep it's It's like a checklist we also have an app organic yeah Yeah, we also have an app and then the ussd whole idea 
So when they go for the board meetings, yeah, we are we have an app. A few have done some cool things. One that I won't mention the name, but one that, for example, engaged some people. So weekly, they were doing like unboxing the app. Yeah. A video series on a bank. I don't want to mention the name, mm. but I mean, you know who I'm talking. Which was good. Unboxing their range of products. I remember mm. one video they did, even demonstrating their AI feature. Right. Where, for example, because these days with, even with Google Maps, don't tell me what you say. You have a branch locator. Don't give me the address of the locator. Tell me I'm five minutes away from, from the branch. Right. It's just integrating. Google Maps or whatever into it. Hmm. And these are very, very cool things that some of them are doing. Interesting. Well, we're wrapping up the conversation because we have to get to the other <laughs> segments of the show. But, I mean, final final words from Maximus and Stephen about where we need to be headed with regards digital. So, let me start off with Max. So, I think the first one is to do audience profiling. Get to know what the audience want and how you can serve the audience with uh, engaging and creative content and then as and when you want to engage external uh, mm. channels like mm. influencers, you also must do a profiling of those influencers so that mm. they are bringing along a community of people who fit into your customer profile. Not just numbers. Exactly. Not just, numbers. Not just yeah. likes. That's, yeah, that's now, attention should also be your focus. How do you create content that, you know, gets the attention of your audience and you can always interrupt that attention with any advert or messaging or a product you are selling? And companies must develop a digital strategy going forward. They must be deliberate and they must select the right people in terms of agency or consultants who can do the digital very well for them, not just anybody who give you boosts and then number of Paid likes apps. on your page <laughs> and then yeah. a lot of bo uh, bots on your account. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I agree totally with everything that Max has said. I'll just add that businesses should try and understand this whole digital business. It's just, it's not just some, I mean, gimmick or whatever. Understand that. And also understand that the way digital has grown, the phase we're in now is where you're building communities and having conversations. Mm. It's not just putting, come and buy this, come and buy that. But build com communities where you even empower the people in the community to become your advocates. Chief advocate, yeah. Within the community. Mm. And also have conversations. And listening is a key part. Social listening is something we don't do enough in this part, but listening is a key part. Mm. We haven't talked about politics. Can I just add a little bit? <laughs> yes, yes, politics. I said I it recently, it. I think it was one of the things <laughs> that this year, listening will be more important than even your manifesto. Mm. If you don't listen, you wouldn't know what part of the conversation to jump on with your manifesto. And I'm waiting to see how they will leverage WhatsApp, for example, to build kind of like grassroots yeah. teams because the messaging has to be right all the way from the top how do you create a content hub where you're creating the messages and distributing them through whatsapp for example where in every village there's a champion there who has almost everybody's whatsapp mm -hmm. and can distribute your message right? <laughs> and of course this year i'm going to do the facebook predictor Absolutely. too as well Absolutely. and yeah. it's very clear Facebook can tell you who will win the election mm. per region and it will come out very soon. <laughs> <laughs> we <can't wait. laughs> well, with, with, with that, we'll draw the curtain down on that particular conversation. <laughs> but 
we have the, uh, the the segments of the show coming up we we have the app segment of course the trending and the how to um and 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 your tech as well but guys it's been it's been amazing having you on the show thank you so thank much you for much. for unpacking the <laughs> the data and giving us a certain level of meaning i do hope if you're a business owner if you are someone who is starting off a startup anything please just pay attention to some of these things because it's really really important the the the, re the report is actually available online you can easily find yeah, exactly. it um we are social just look for we are social 2020 or 2019 you know yeah i think i think we'll just tweet um, a link to the report as well so please look out for it on um um city fm's um twitter handle so yes thank you guys so much thank really really appreciate much. it and um we are jumping straight to the app segment of the show realize that you've misplaced your purse does your bank help you with that because when you have that i can't believe it i've lost my card moment you can use the first national bank mobile app to block your card and order a new one you can also report any fraudulent activity on your account anytime 24 7 and if you need cash you can still withdraw at any first national bank atm without a card just by using the banking app so you'll always have access to your money when you need it See, it takes a bank that does more to help your family. So who is helping yours? First National Bank. How can we help you? Okay, so Jeffrey Uwekusapong is here with the app segment of the show. Jeffrey, what is the app that you have for us uh, this week? Um, so this week, the app is called City Loop. Okay. Uh, let's listen to Michael talk about it better. Yes, good. My name is Michael Oforiakufu. I work with Eagle Tickets as the Chief Operating Officer. Uh, we are devel the developers of the City Loop app. City Loop is spelled... C-I-T-Y-L-O-O-P. Now, what the app does is that it's an, um, it, it pulls events are happening around any city you're in to your, noti to your notice. Um, for every, every, every location that you are, we identify where you are using GPS. Um, and so we, we know if you're in Tema, for example, events happening around Tema will be pulled to your attention for your for your um, um, for your attention for you to see whether you're interested in those events. Not only that, we have featured events um, which are not necessarily those that are closed by you. It could be anything happening anywhere in the country, and it would be brought to your attention to, to for your notification to see whether you're interested in it. Now, once you have indicated that you're interested in the ticket or in, the, in an event, you can make the purchase of the ticket on events um, on the app, and the ticket is stored in your pouch, which is a section of the, of the app, until you use it. After you use it, it's still stored there for your use. I mean, you're not going to be able to use it for, for your for history, for your um, transaction history, history purposes. Your personal profile will have... Um, notification or in, in information on the your transaction history on the app what what tickets you've purchased where you've been to uh, what events you've attended uh, what events you uh, you're interested in attending once you're indicated you've 
you've um, selected that you're interested in such and such event. Well, that seems pretty comprehensive in terms of yeah. finding an event, locating, you know, getting. Yeah. It's, it, it seems pretty comprehensive. So you just have to have your location on and then you will use the GPS to pick what events will be going on around you. Mm. And if you're interested, you can buy the t ticket in-app. Mm. Mm. I think that's a very important part of it. Yeah. So it doesn't feel as if it's removed from yeah, the Yeah, so rest you of don't have to f go to a, an outside browser mm. to g get to you the can do everything in-app. And then it saves, even after the event is done, it saves the ticket. Mm. So it's sort of like a history. Right. So if you go there, what he called the pouch, right. you'll see what event you've attended in the last whatever time. How much money you've used. Yeah, that <laughs> one too. So the app is called City Loop. That's yes. C-I-T-Y-L-O-O-P. City, City Loop. Loop. Yes. So please do check it out. Let us know what you think about it. It's developed by a Ghanaian? Yes. Okay. E-ticket. Brilliant. Oh, of course. Um, so yeah, City Loop is the app. Um, please check it out. Let's know what you think about it at home. City Loop is the app. But you can also get in touch with Jeffrey if you have a mobile app anywhere. You're developing one. You've developed yeah. one. It's actually working, and you want the rest of the world to know about it. Please get in touch with Jeffrey. So, Bye. Uh, get in touch with me on Twitter. My handle is OJ Sapon. Uh, my DM is open all the time. Just send me a DM. You can also tweet at me, and then we'll get talking from there. Brilliant. Okay, so we are going into your tech, um, where basically we try to give you some answers to some of the questions that you may have about the, you know, the gadgets that you're using or the technology around you. Um, if you're confused about, if you're having troubles with it, well, this is where we try to give you some answers. And Ellen is here to basically Hello. update us with that. Helen, how are you? I'm fine. Phil, how are you? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. What what do we what do you have for us this week? So Abdul Fatal from Kokompe got in touch with me, and basically he has issues with downloading and installing apps on his phone. So let's listen to him. Okay. If I download something like it, I want an app, like, right? and I download it. You see, that when I want to like install it, they will tell me that there was a problem when passing. I didn't understand what was that, so I just wanted to know what is that person, like P-A-R-S-E, I don't know. That's what they just write, they realized that there was a proven. I would be able to download it, but I can't install it, so it's just be there. My friend was even telling me that it means that there's a problem with the packaging, so I don't get so um there we go you heard abdul saying that he has a problem installing he could download the app anyway but then when it comes to installing it to actually use the app it doesn't come because he gets the issue of we have a problem person but luckily for him we have a solution for him so let's take a listen to that as well abdul passing is a method of analyzing computer code for errors. If you are encountering passing errors when you are installing an app, it means that you do not, you might not have enough permissions to install that app or the app you downloaded is corrupted. Sometimes it doesn't download properly. It can also be that the app version does not match with your system software version. Passing errors can also be as a result of incompatibility of apps and the hardware. You can also check, probably you have an antivirus that is blocking the app. What you can do is to make sure that you allow installing apps from unknown sources in your settings. 
you can also try by enabling USB debugging. Make sure if you have an antivirus, it is disabled. The last option is to re-download the app and try again. I hope this helps. All the best. Well, I do hope it does help. Mm -hmm. I do hope it does help. But um, Abdul, um, I, I do hope this solution works out for you. And for those of you as well at home who are in your cars, wherever you are, who have the same challenge, yeah. I do hope this is comprehensive enough and it would, it would, it would help to solve right. the problem. But hey, if you're out there, you are having a challenge like Abdul's mm -hmm. and you would want us to sort of find a solution for you, mm -hmm. um, you can do that by... You can always DM me on Twitter. The handle is e. A Dapa. Dapa is D A P double A H. Get in touch with your issues, with your problems, and we'll help you out. That is what we're talking about. We just got a message here from France. It says, Good evening, Philip. So, my HOD sent us an ebook, Bank 4.0, or something like that. Uh, and one of the chapters speaks about moving away from products and services to experiences. The way forward, Philip, is making available more channels to the customer, having a one stop app that supports chats, payments, etc. The customer is able to access the bank's app even on Facebook and Instagram, etc. Finally, making a credit line available during purchase. So let's say I'm buying on Amazon, I'm short of 100 CDs, and immediately the bank's app suggests to me a credit option to complete the purchase and pay later. But my question, Francis, is like, is, are you, I mean, considering where you work, are you, is the company open to some of these suggestions? Because I'm guessing that if these are the reading materials you're being offered, hopefully the institution is open to allowing some of these things to happen. It would be great to hear from you, Francis. So please do get in touch. Now it's time for us to get into the trending segment where we bring you up to date with everything or some of the top stories um, re regarding tech from across the globe. And Mr. Entry is here with details on that. Good evening, Mr. Entry. Good evening, Phil. So, what do you have for us this week? Yeah, uh, a couple a couple of news. So, today Uber launched a PIN code verification feature, which I think is very amazing. Verification? PIN code verification feature. Ooh. So, uh, before this, I think if you use... Uh, Facebook, there's a two-way two authentication, and I think email and, and those. So this feature on Uber, it works similar, something like that, something just like that. But this time, so when you sign up onto the, so when you order a ride, right. you're given a PIN code. You're given a PIN code as the rider. Okay. Yeah. So when, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when your driver comes in, you'd have to enter, give the driver the PIN code, and then if the PIN code is wrong, it means you are not they're not going so i think it's a two-way hmm. <laughs> a two-way that's interesting yes that's that's a very very key security feature so yeah. if someone pops up and says i am your driver and the pin codes don't match yeah basically we are not going yeah. anywhere of course i like that it helps it I would like help that. i like that it would help. kudos to kudos to uber for try i i i don't know how many people will be patient enough to enter it but i mean listeners i think this is really really good um, it's it's a great security feature, and I think right. people should really explore it. Yeah. So basically, they just need to update. They just need to update their app, and they should yes, have access yes. to this, right? But yeah. one other issue is it works. It, it works only between six a.m. and then nine p.m. So trips after nine p.m. don't have it. Don't have this. That's a problem. A big we one. Are the most dangerous people not exactly. the ones that come late in the night? Because that is like the most dangerous ah, time you could. 
you are beating it. I'm giving them fans like this. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, okay, fine. It's it's great. I'm guessing it's a rollout. So hopefully there'll be an update soon. So. Um, brilliant. Let's. Any other stories that yeah. caught your attention? So moving on to something interesting. Yeah. So I think most most Ghanaians, according to Alexa, Netflix is the twenty fifth site most visited in Ghana. Wow. Yeah. And then there's a new <laughs> a new feature on Netflix that's going to allow you know the top ten programs or shows other people in your in your country are watching. I think it's very interesting. <laughs> because if you have a Netflix account and then you finished a series or whatever, finding another program or show to watch, sometimes you don't know what to watch. Mm. And then with this future you get to know, okay, in Ghana a lot of people are watching Lion Heart. Maybe they are watching this or that. Yeah. So it's a great yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's it will be nice to know what other people are watching so you can be a part of the conversation hopefully when they're doing that there was one other story um yes. concerning funding that i thought we should yes. just touch on briefly before we yes, go so, uh, the ed edutech space in africa is buzzing and then ghana is you're also buzzing nice. yes so that's Mastercard, educational technology educational technology yeah. Yeah. mastercard has awarded uh, some 12 african edutech startups 4k Forty thousand US dollars each, and then there are some Ghanaian, Ghanaian brands in there. Mm. So we have Aco, Aco Books Audio. Ah, yeah. they were on the show last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, we have Aco Books Audio, Chalkboard Education, and then Enzima Education. Nice. Yeah, three are the, the Ghanaian companies. Yeah, three coming on. Kudos, from, kudos yeah. to them. Kudos to them. All, all the very best to them. I do hope they are able to um, go bigger, obviously, and um, impact everybody better. But hey, guys, this is um, where we draw the curtains on the show. It's been such a pleasure coming your way. The show, like I always say, will be available as a podcast first thing tomorrow morning, so you can go download, listen, check it out, um, give us your feedback as well. Um, but yeah, we've tweeted a link to the report by We Are Social and Hootsuite. So please go check it out and see what the metrics actually mean for your business and the growth of your business. Um, we'll be back next week with another fascinating show. Um, I can't tell you what we're going to talk about, but I promise it will be worth your while. Thank you so much for everybody who tuned in and sent in your messages. But until next week, stay, stay techy. Techy.